the Fade Five Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your that's your jack wagons. Brad the Big Noise over here, joined by the good sir Nathaniel Lundy. Tis indeed the Fade Five Podcast presented by Suave Cito Tequila. And I needed uh, another entire bottle of the love juice last night. Uh, now, granted, uh, truth be told, I was dead asleep, but I woke up this morning. I usually bet on the Hawaii game. Uh, they uh, were taking on UCSB in a colossal clash inside the Big West last night, Lundy. And uh, I woke up and I saw they lost by a couple of points. And then I saw the highlights and they lost on a last second shot, which is a heaping pile of BS off the glass that uh, scored US uh, UC Santa Barbara the victory and me the loss on the Rainbow Warriors. But also... I had a bet on the under, if you listen to the podcast yesterday, 127 and a half. It finished at a buck 29. So it was a double loser as a result. So that sucked. And, and I know you're watching the Arizona game, and there was a, a horrible bad beat in the last seconds of that contest as well. It was all it was all bad. Brett, can we why are you in a stocking cap right now? It's Let's cold, forget, man. Yeah, but it's cold. Okay. Okay, for those of you that are listening to the podcast instead of watching the video, and we know that several thousand of you that listen every day, and first of all, thank you to all you guys that listen uh, to the pod. Uh, whether you listen to us or watch us, we appreciate it. Um, Brad is in a stocking cap right now, but also a T-shirt. So it can't hey, 20%, 20% of the heat escapes your top of your head, so I'm trying to you keep are, that trapped in. You are full of crap, dude. <laughs> you are so full of it right now. Oh, it's so cold. It's so cold. Meanwhile, he's in like a like a medium shirt right now, as our friend, former NFL linebacker Chad Brown would call it. Uh, Chad always refers to it as a schmedium uh, when, uh, uh, you know, it's, it fits a little tight, but you're kind of doing it on purpose. You kind of you got the gun show yeah. going. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're so full of crap, dude. Well, it's you're a good thing is a, the filming is from the chest up because a schmedium does not do a whole lot of justice to no. the chest down. I can say that, especially for a man in my mid 40s whose yes. metabolism rate is ex- evaporating every single day that I wake up on this wonderful mother earth, but yeah. forget that here on the fade five podcast. Let's get after with a Friday night pick to click. And we're going to NFL championship weekend player props here in a moment. Uh, but looking at uh, the slate of games or the cross the ice uh, or the hardwood at Lundy NBA could be college. I know it's a light slate in the world of college basketball, and I'll have a selection here in a moment. And more in bonus time, uh, what is exciting you and maybe is going to cash a ticket for those that tell you? Well, uh, so uh, in full disclosure, uh, it's it's a little chilly around Nate Lundy's uh, uh, picks spreadsheet lately. You need you need Nick Cap. A uh, little chilly. I, I kind of need uh, to put your stocking cap uh, on my picks because it's a little chilly. So last night was not all that great, but I also, to be honest with you, did not have a ton of bets in play because I am on a little bit of a cold streak. So y'all can decide whether you actually want to pay any attention to what I'm about to tell you yep. or not. Uh, but Brad, back in 1997, uh, I remember it well, back in 1997, uh, Puff Daddy told us it was all about the Benjamins. For me tonight, it's all about the Bellicans. Give me oh. St. Louis, and I will lay the two points on the road against Davidson. 
in part because, well, the Billikens are on a hot streak right now. They have won five in a row. Uh, they are six and one in conference play. Davidson flipping the other direction. They are three and five in conference play. And right now, uh, the fighting Steph Curry's uh, cannot hit a damn shot from outside to save their lives. This team does everything in the two-point range. They are allergic to the arc. Um, I think that's going to be their downfall tonight. So the Billikens are laying two on the road. They're chasing VCU in the standings of the A-10. I think this is a big-time win uh, that St. Louis needs tonight. So give me St. Louis minus two on the road. I say they improve to seven and one in conference play. I say they win this one by a nickel, five points. Yeah, just so uh, give everybody some specifics out there. Uh, Davidson shooting a lousy 26.3% in Atlantic 10 games this year. That's unbelievable. And a team really not defending either. Number nine in conference, an effective field goal percentage. Yeah, I like that call there. Uh, uh, give me the, the mighty Penguins of Youngstown State tonight against the Oakland Grizz, uh, Great Campies Club, who is 7-3 uh, right now. And Horizon League play, but Youngstown State has been a covering machine this season. They're 13 and 6 ATS, so I will lay the chalk here minus nine at home. You look at Oakland, number 310 on the season and adjusted defensive efficiency. They're 270 plus, as a matter of fact, in eight different defensive categories. Malik uh, Green and Adrian Nelson should have their way inside because that's an area of weakness for this Oakland team is defending around the cup. And meanwhile, you look at Youngstown State with the better offense and teams, uh, not only in the horizon, but in the nation. Uh, they're shooting 39.2% from distance. That's number six in the country. They're number nine in the nation, an effective field goal percentage offense. They don't play like a D. That's a downside, but they're at home. And I think they're going to completely boat race and outscore Oakland and secure, which should be a sweat-free cover. I know the line has come down from 10.5 and open to minus 9, but it won't matter. Youngstown takes this by 14-plus, in my estimation. With those picks on the board, let's get after it now with another edition of the Paid Five. Number five. Numero Cinco on the countdown today. Let's live in the land down under in this uh, championship Sunday on Devontae Smith. Yeah, the Slim Reaper is not going to lull the competition to sleep this week on 66 and a half receiving yards. Is that under uh, minus 114 pulled this line from FanDuel Sportsbook. I think this is uh, really set up to be an A.J. Brown kind of game. Uh, working outside the numbers, and obviously Smith is a, a chunk gainer extraordinaire, a guy that's uh, number seven, oh, seven, excuse me, on the entire season in yards after the catch. Uh, he's gone for a buck ten plus in four of his last six games. Uh, but you look at San Francisco in their last six contests defensively. Uh, I know the secondary uh, can be a weakness at times, but. Uh, statistically, they've been outstanding. 6.87 pass yards per attempt allowed over that six-game stretch. And you look at his primary adversary, projected to be Shaverius Ward. He's given up just 12.1 yards per catch and a 60.2% catch rate on the season. Uh, Michael Gallup did nothing. The number two for the Dallas Cowboys last week. And Tyler Lockett in the wild card round uh, was largely absent as well. So, Again, I think A.J. Brown 
is going to inflict the most damage vertically for those eagles. And he will fly, eagles fly. But a guy who may resemble a member of Youngstown State, a penguin, and will not take off. Uh, vertically is one Devontae Smith. So give it the under 66 and a half yards. I think he finishes somewhere in the 50s. So Lundy, fade or follow Devontae Smith under 66.5 receiving yards, minus 114 at FanDuel. I got him pegged for somewhere between 55 and 59. I think that's where he yep. finishes. So I am comfortable with you on the under with this one. I also believe this will be an A.J. Brown type of game. I'll talk about that in bonus time. But Yes, I like this as a starting point for Championship Sunday. It's been tough to play around with some of these props. These odds makers, you now got the full season to be able to play yeah. with. Damn it, some of these numbers are really good. But I think there's some value in a couple of spots. This is one of them. I think you play the under. This is going to be close. You're going to be waiting in the fourth quarter. You're like, just like if they show a shot of him on the sideline, you're going to be like, yes. Um, but. I, I like this on the under. I think he's, like I said, I think mid to upper 50s is where he's going to finish. We just got to keep him underneath 60 so that I'm not sweating on Sunday afternoon. Apply the vice, San Francisco. Number four. All right, marching on here on the Fade Five. Uh, numero cuatro today. Let's do a little SGP and come with me on this one, Lundy. Uh, give me Joe Cool, Mr. Joe Burrow, 255 plus pass yards, and Burrow, two plus passing touchdowns. Correlate, synergize, bring it all together to get that a plus money right now at BetMGM plus 120. As a matter of fact, I think Burrow could have himself a, a nice and tasty kind of performance here uh, this championship weekend. Uh, of course, you know, the weapons around Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Uh, Hayden Hurst popped up on the injury report, but I think we'll probably be able to go. He's got the check down weapons there and Samaji P. Ryan and also Joe Mixon. So an embarrassment of riches to toss the pill to. He's a guy that's quarterback eight. And adjust the completion percentage over the entirety of the season. And quarterback nine and red zone completion percentage. So largely accurate uh, when sniffing the chalk or getting damn near close to it. Now, Kansas City, a lot of people say, oh, man, their secondary is weak. Uh, and I think that may be overblown a little bit. And you look at the numerics, uh, they've given up just 6.84 pass yards per attempt and 241.9 pass yards per game on the year. But seven signal callers have reached both of these thresholds. So 255 plus and the two passing touchdowns in the same game. Uh, so in a game that I believe will live up to the hype and have a whole lot of fireworks in the box score, I, I you know, steadfastly am buying Burrow, 255-plus pass yards, Burrow, two-plus passing touchdowns, and get seduced by that juice. Work those shoulders, plus 120 at MGM. Lundy, fade or follow. Oh, man. I'm not buying the yards. That's my problem. I'm not yeah, I'm not 100% the buying downside. the yards. That's the downside that we've got. Because I think you're going to see, uh, for example, I think Mixon's going over. I I, I like Mixon uh, on Sunday. Um, I like I like Mixon. I like Pacheco. I like I like a lot of things. Um, I like whipped cream <laughs> on my ice cream. I like, um, mm, okay, I, I'll make this bet, but it's not going to be, I, I'm not, it's not sledgehammer worthy. I'll tell you that it's um, it's like the little plastic hammer that we got with the Fisher Price oh, yeah. set when we were kids. Yeah. It's like, it's that kind of hammer. It's not sledgehammer worthy. I'm going to go with you just in case Burrow can complete a long one for us. 
to be able to help us get up over this number. But that passing, I think he gets the two passing TDs. Let me be clear. I, the second half of it, I like. It's the first half of it that has me a little bit nervous. All right. Uh, more of a Fisher Price hammer. Come on, Lundy. Number three. All right, new more Trace here on the Fate 5 today. Let's stay in the SGP market, and maybe Lundy's going to break out the of the bigger sledgehammer, the Peter Gabriel variety. Uh, it's all George Kittle all the time. And let's correlate, synergize, and bring it all together with him. Give me Kittle, four-plus catches. Kittle, 40-plus receiving yards. Both those events occurred looking at even money, plus 100 at bet mgm uh you look at philadelphia in the regular season they gave up 81 receptions for 800 yards exactly to the tight end position six guys uh at the tight end position went over both of these numbers in the same game so it's not unheard of uh it's not uh impossible for him to reach by any stretch of the imagination i think the key here for brock purdy is this don't pick on whoever is lining up outside with James Bradbury and a big play Darius Slay. You got to work between the numbers, between the hash marks, and feed George Kittle early and often to try to take advantage. What I feel, if there is a soft spot in that secondary for Philadelphia, it's an over-the-middle coverage, and that's a specialty of Kittle, uh, who had one of the most uh, juggle-worthy catches uh, of the season last week that was very uh, Cirque du Soleil worthy. So maybe a future for him uh, as a ring tosser inside the ring, inside the tent. But uh, you look at Kittle, a uh, guy that, you know, is, has done this a few times this season. Uh, in fact, he's done it in three of his last six games. And, of course, all those with none other than Brock Purdy at the controls. So Kittle, four-plus receptions. Kittle, 40-plus receiving yards. Plus 100 at BetMGM on this SGP slash OGP. Lundy, come with me. Fade or follow. Kittles and bits. All right, I'm all about this one. Uh, you got me on this one. I'm not nervous about the. Give me the four catches. Give me the 40 yards. I'm com- plus 100. Come on, I, folks. This is a. I, I like this. I like you. You brought me back. You brought me the tractor. It was Death Star tractor beam style. You pulled me back in on the uh, SGP. Took me a minute, though. Still wasn't feeling it there. Still a little nervous on on Joe mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, but on this one, yeah. I, now, I would really like to understand what's going on with George Kittle's hair, though. Um, I really – I don't understand it. He's it's got weird. it. I'm jealous. I'm envious. Uh, I don't course. care how he styles it. Yeah, well, you know, when you've got this – nice quaff that I do uh you know you're you you're you're picky uh you want to see somebody with a little bit Kittles is just like I don't even know what's going on like did did somebody sneak up in the middle of the night when he was drunk and like shave part of his head I don't don't understand what's happening right there but once he puts the helmet on dude's awesome so I'm with you take it four catches 40 yards cash it at even money oh I'm very jealous of the hair but uh, I got the beady I'm just like the edge from you too Number two. All right. Uh, number two on the Fade Five countdown. Are we going to go with or without a Samaj AP Ryan uh, this week? And I say, hell yeah, go with them on the over 15 and a half receiving yards, minus 115 at DraftKings. And truth be told, I grabbed this one and opened immediately 
at 14 and a half. And I was waiting on pins and needles for this uh, wager to populate. Why? Because Kansas City notoriously refuses to defend the short field against pass catching running backs. And that's what P. Ryan is. He's a guy that's played at least 44% of the snaps and back to back games. Remember, he faced Kansas City back in week 13, had six receptions in that game. Now, Mixon. Uh, I don't know if he – I can't remember if he didn't play or he was a non-factor because uh, P. Ryan played a boatload of snaps. So it doesn't matter. Uh, P. Ryan's catching at least a couple of balls in this contest. I think it's going to go for at least 16 yards. He's averaging 13.4 routes run per game. He had the five for 31 through the air last week. He has hit the over, including last week, seven times this season. And getting back to Kansas City – no team in the NFL regular season allowed more receptions to the running back than the Chiefs. They gave up a buck oh seven, 107 catches to RBs, 21 blackjack. That's right, 21 running backs at the over on 15 and a half receiving yards, including Travis Etienne last week. Uh, who, if you were lucky enough to get him at 17 and a half, which I did when the line opened, you cash a ticket. Uh, if you got an 18 and a half, you didn't. You got yar, Captain Hooked, because he finished with 18. So, uh, Lundy, knowing all the particulars there, Samaje P. Ryan, I am over 15 and a half receiving yards, minus 115 at DraftKings. Fade or follow. Gang, uh, this one's going to move. Go get it uh, while you That's what she said. Uh, get, get it <laughs> while you can at this number, because I will give you an example. Uh, points bet right now has it at 15 and a half. Bet Rivers is at 17 and a half. Caesars wow. is at 16. FanDuel is at 16. I think everybody is going to bump this up. So go grab it while you can. If you can still find it at 15 and a half, I would go. I, I'm okay playing it to 16 and a half. 17 and a half starts to make me a little bit nervous. I'll be honest with you. We're starting to climb that number a little bit, but try to go get this done while you can. If it climbs higher than your comfort level, then go grab it and make it a part of an SGP instead. Do a yep. same game parlay with it. Take the 10 plus or something like that, even the 15 plus if you want to. If it gets into the territory where the standard line you're not comfortable with, make it an OGP, SGP, uh, and go that route because this line has been moving up. Like Brad said, he snagged it at 14 and a half. I got it at this 15 and a half, did that yesterday morning, but the books are moving this thing up and even at 16 and a half, some of the books are juicing it up. So make sure you jump on this one quick because it's going to change between now and kickoff on Sunday. Oh, relieve yourself and pee freely with the Cincinnati running back. Number one. All right, numero uno, let's stick with the running back in the same game, but a different name on the other side of the ball. Isaiah Pacheco, the pride of Rutgers, and that former Scarlet Knight is going to skewer the opposition. Give me the over. 47.5 rush yards, minus 115 at DraftKings Sportsbook, also at BetMGM is where I pulled this number. This is another line that I think is going to move probably in a low to mid-50s by kickoff. It's just too damn low. He is a fall forward by definition running back. You look at the yards of contact per attempt numbers, 3.00 on the entirety of the season. He has hit this number in nine of his last 10 games. Uh, gets around 35 to 45% of the snap share. Swing a lot of that work, of course, with Jarek McKinnon. Uh, but go back to week 13 against the Bengals. Uh, 14 carries, 66 yards. And a rushing touchdown. I know Cincinnati has really contained and bottled up the run here of late. 
State in their last six games, giving up just 3.44 yards per carry and 67.2 rush yards per game. But I got a feeling, man, I I know I've got a a futures ticket open on Cincinnati making the Super Bowl to play San Francisco and having that exact matchup at significant plus money. But uh, I may sprinkle a little bit of action, as I said before, on Casey on this money line. This line's been moving all over the place because of How's Mahomes' ankle looking? Oh, wow, he's walking to the podium uninhibited. He's good. He's doing spin moves in the open field in practice without anybody remotely trying to tackle him. He's A-OK. So we're probably going to see even more of a shift in line action. And I think that's going to apply to Pacheco because this number should honestly be in the mid-50s, 47.5 too low. So Lundy, fade or follow Isaiah Pacheco. Does he pound? On the ground is way to 48 rush yards, minus 115 at BetMGM. Nine of his last 10 games, folks. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. That, that's where it ends. Nine of the last 10 games, he's gone over this number. It is not high enough. Um, I agree. I think people are going to, it's going to move. I think people are going to uh, force it. I think the betting public between now and kickoff is going to force this one to happen. So uh, take it. Take it now while you can. I bet you it finishes at 49 or 50 and a half by kickoff. I, re- I really do. I think it's going to hit. I think it could hit the 50 mark by kickoff. Make some pennies with Pacheco and let's add some more ooh, copper ooh, to ooh. the uh, bankroll here, Lundy. If you're a low six gambler, that's what you do. It's bonus time. Uh, what else you got on this Friday? Maybe some other action in Championship Sunday. Uh, and I've got a couple of early games at college basketball on Saturday that I will divulge, but there's no lines yet. So uh, choose your own adventure. What else you got tonight? Copper? Copper. You said they're trying to get copper? Copper. Is it copper? I don't know. It's like... uh, It's weird, dude. It's weird. You're weird. Copper-coated? You're weird. Um, All right. uh, Let me do this. Before we leave the uh, action on Sunday, let me give you a couple more that I like. Uh, First of all, uh, A.J. Brown came out this week and said, I'm not a diva, but give me the ball. Uh, A.J., that's uh, actually the definition of diva. Um, You're getting the ball. Just want to clarify that for you. Uh, So you're getting the ball, but here's actually the one that I like. He's done this in seven out of his last games. Give me the over on his longest reception at 25 and a half. The other thing you want to know about this one, it's at 25 and a half as, uh, uh, as we sit here at tape time, but at FanDuel, it's at 27 and a half. So shop around folks, but he's been over this number in seven out of his last nine games. And I'm a believer that the squeaky wheel gets the grease and that's what he's been doing this week. Uh, At the same time, another one to shop around Jalen hurts. Anytime touchdown over at BetMGM, it's plus plus one fifteen, but at FanDuel it's at plus one twenty five. only two dos QBs have done this to San Francisco this season. But guys, one of them was Matthew Stafford for crying out loud. Okay. Jalen Hurts has 14 rushing touchdowns this season, 13 in the regular, one of them last week, and I will take those odds at plus 125 at FanDuel. Um, uh, You were talking about Samaj P. Ryan. Uh, This is a little bit of the roll of the dice with me, but I've just kind of got a gut feeling, so this is a bit of a TYG. I'll take the over on Joe Mixon's rush yards at 58 and a half. Um, again, it's a little bit of a TYG because, damn it, I think that line is really well set. But I'm going to roll the dice that he actually gets up over that number. Let me give you a same gamer in uh, the Kansas City one. Um, it's really hard to get to five receptions 
when you aren't being targeted. Welcome to Juju Smith-Schuster's life right now. The most targets he's had in the last four games is four. So here's an SGP for you that I put together at FanDuel. Give me the under on four and a half receptions. And if I'm going to do that, give me the under on 47 and a half yards. If you put those two together, plus 103 over at FanDuel. Got to give you some action on the ice tonight. Give me a two-leg parlay that comes out. This is just money line. Two-leg money line on the ice tonight at even money plus 100. Take the Maple Leafs at home against Ottawa. Give me Carolina at home against San Jose. That's plus 100. Then if you're feeling frisky, you know, if you just kind of, it's a Friday night and you're like, yeah, F it. Um, add <laughs> Vancouver on the money line in on that one. They are at home against Columbus. Columbus is the worst team in the NHL. Now, a week ago, Vancouver fired their head coach. Rich uh, Rick Tockett is now uh, behind the bench for them. So Vancouver's all over the place too. But I think the advanced metrics say that Vancouver is due for a positive regression uh, in everything. Since firing the coach, they're one and one. If we add them on the money line, to that two-legger I gave you, it jumps from plus 100 to plus 212. I told you that I like Carolina and Toronto. Let me give you uh, a two-legger player prop um, in that one. Give me Sebastian Ajo to have a point. Give me William Nylander to have a point. You put those two together over at DK, you get yourself a plus 107. Sebastian Ajo has points in seven out of his last eight games, including a hat trick Earlier this week, William Nylander has points in five straight. So again, put Ajo and Nylander together. You're sitting at a plus 107. And I don't want to steal your thunder. I know you're going to talk about the SEC Big 12 challenge that is taking place this weekend. But I want to throw my two cents in. I love the Baylor Bears minus six. Oh, fantastic. I haven't even seen lines yet for that game. So I saw um, an early I saw an early line and then it sort of disappeared that basically had a projection at minus six. Um if that is where the line comes in, if it is if it is six, five and a half, give it to me. I think the Baylor Bears, who have five straight conference wins, including that big one over KU, going up against Arkansas, who's what, lost five out of their last six, yep. I think. Yep. Um I, I just think this is one of those where you got Pew, pew. You got two teams passing in opposite directions, and I think Baylor takes care of business by at least eight points. So I'm good at five and a half. I'm good at six and a half. I probably would stop at seven and a half just in case, or I would alt line it with something else in this. But I just I like what Baylor's doing right now. I think they're on a hot streak, and I think they're going to carry that momentum into the game against the Razorbacks. I yield the floor to the stocking capped gentleman from Central Illinois. Well, let's stick with the SEC uh, Big 12 uh, challenge theme. Uh, you got Kentucky and Kansas, and really the marquee matchup, I feel, of uh, of the weekend. And Kentucky's at home there at Rupp Arena, and I kind of like the Wildcats. Uh, they could be catching a point in this game. They could be favored by a point. You look at Ken Palm, uh, they got it projected Wildcats by Un Punto over KU, and KU was never lost four straight games in the Bill Self era, but maybe that trend is broken. Uh, streaks are made to be broken in Kentucky. Number 10 in the Bar Torvik Advanced Analytics uh, in their last four games. KU over that same stretch, number 95 in the country. And I think Oscar Shibwe is just too much man inside. 
for a thin front court of Kansas. And if Grady Dick and uh, Harris says, if they're not hitting their outside shots, uh, I think uh, Kentucky, uh, if Frederick is hitting his, is going to take care of business at home in front of a rowdy and raucous crowd. So I like that one. And whatever the Xavier Creighton total is, I am over. Again, there is no line out on it. I'm guessing it's going to be in the upper 150s, somewhere around there. Uh, I would play it up to like 160 and a half, maybe 161. Uh, but you know what? Xavier can absolutely fly up and down the floor. Number 14, adjusted tempo. Uh, crate number 114 in adjusted tempo in their own right. They like to move up and down the floor. Uh, and Biggie's play, uh, you look at uh, Xavier shooting nearly 40% from distance. Creighton, 36.2%. Creighton is an outstanding defensive team, and I really think they're the dark horse in this league. And they are at home, but they're going to play uh, that brisk pace from beginning to end. And uh, Xavier also very sketchy defensively. Number 198 in college basketball, an effective field goal percentage defense. So this game, I feel, is going to be in the mid-80s. Uh, going back to Friday night in college basketball, I like Manhattan plus six at Niagara, a team that they beat on Niagara's home floor earlier on this season, 64 to 59. That was earlier this month. They had 30 free throw attempts in that game and knocked down 23 of them. Uh, Manhattan is, uh, you know, I know they're 300 plus in Torvik and in Ken Palm, and uh, they're not exactly an advanced analytics darling. Uh, they're the antithesis of that, but a team has been very competitive overall. They are number one in conference playing effective field goal percentage offense and number one in turnover percentage defense. And Niagara really struggling defensively right now. Uh, bottom eight in the league in six different defensive categories. So I think Manhattan uh, gets the cover there, plus six at Niagara. And another total I like, uh, I like the over in the Air Force New Mexico game at 141. New Mexico, number 23 in the country in adjusted tempo. I know Air Force is number 345 in that category. So uh, really a contrast in styles here. But New Mexico will dictate pace of play in this one and a team that could really fill up the cup. Uh, and also was kind of loosey-goosey uh, defensively. They are dead last, New Mexico is, in two-point percentage defense. Air Force can gun from three. They're shooting 37% of their shots from distance in Mountain West play. And they're netting close to 52% inside the arc. So uh, points shall be plentiful in the pit tonight. That's why I like the over there at 141. And then uh, a couple of uh, NFL plays on Sunday. Kadarius Tony, uh, give me an anytime touchdown on him, plus 280 at BetMGM. Uh, we've seen his snap rates uh, steadily rise here last few weeks. He's got four red zone targets in his last four games. And a guy that's kind of a jack of all trades had seven targets last week. I think he finds the end zone, just a gut feeling there against the Bengals. And then uh, the OGP market, how I'm playing both these games, uh, Kansas City plus three and a half paired with the over 40 and a half. And you get that plus 120. And then in the San Francisco Eagles game, uh, San Francisco plus seven and a half and the under 52 and a half. And that's even money at BetMGM at plus 100. Then finally, how can I forget about the NBA? I got one play in that league. Uh, give me Scotty Barnes to hit one damn three. I just need one, baby. That's it. Tonight against the Golden State Warriors, uh, Scotty Barnes is hit a three in a game and four of his last six. He's averaging 2.93 point attempts per game of the season. 
Yeah, ignore the miserable three-point shooting percentage of 29.3 on the season. But Golden State, their last 10, have allowed the ninth most made threes in the NBA. And they're giving up over 40% from along the arc during that stretch. So, Scotty Barnes, splash one, and I make some money. All right, we are out of time here on the Fade 5 Podcast presented by Suavecito Tequila. Uh, do me a favor. Go pick up a bottle of Suavecito tonight. It's a Friday. You don't have any damn excuses. Drink the love juice and have a good old time. And drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this podcast, would you kindly? And feed or follow us on the Twitter. Follow all of our picks and spreadsheets. Lundy at Nate Lundy and myself at Noisy Huevos. For the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy, as always, feed or follow that. Is up to you.